Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, everybody, I'm no longer on the phone. This is my voice again. Oh, hey, that's Good fantastic. Hey, Steve. Kudos to our wonderful engineering team who has had to problem solve so many things during the last 11 months. It's just unbelievable what they have done. And uh, quick work they made of it. We're back better than ever and ready for our Emmy. (laughs) I don't think we're on TV. Can't you get a radio Emmy? No, that's nothing. No such thing. What do they get? A Rady or a a Mikey? A Gracie. Is the Marconi for broadcasting excellence? I believe it is. Then let's get that one. Okay. We have to start being excellent. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho, so I watched a movie on Friday night. And as I'm watching it, so this movie is called... Don't even remember. Don't even remember what the stupid movie is called. On the Rocks. On the Rocks. It's called On the Rocks. And it is Rashida Jones and Bill Murray playing... Her father, who was kind of a womanizer, cheated on her mom, and now she's in a relationship, in a marriage, with a man who travels a lot. He kind of plants it in her head that he's probably cheating on her because it's what, you know, it's, it's what men do. He doesn't exactly say that, but he implies that it's hard to be monogamous. Anyway... I'm watching this movie, watching this movie, and I'm like, is this Sofia Coppola? Because it really feels very Sofia Coppola. What do you mean it feels Sofia Coppola? I don't know if I'd be able to sniff that out. Uh, It just feels slow moving in real time. It feels like you're living this person's life in real time. Oh, I can't explain it. She has a style, very much a style. And it turns out it is. And it just wasn't very engaging. Boy, and this was only an hour and 36 minutes, too. It felt a lot longer. What other movies would Sofia Coppola, would, would listeners be like, oh, yeah. Did she do the one with um, Bill Murray and Scarlett Johansson? They were traveling. Oh, what's the name of it? Come on, Steve. Um, Come on. Um, Come on. Peggy Sue Got Married. Oh, that was good. That was a good movie, actually. Okay. Uh, a Very Murray Christmas. <laughs> uh, the one I'm thinking of is Lost in Translation. Lost in Translation. Boy, that was a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. By the way, On is the Rocks... Is 95 good? 95 that's good. is good. That's, that's the amount of people that yeah. like it. Um, on the Rocks, 85%. Wow. 
Okay. Are those critics or audience? These are critics. Audience is a little lower on each of those. I just, something, it needed something to keep it moving. Just didn't really move. And the ending was quite stupid. <laughs> what, uh, well, I guess you can't I better tell not me. say. But the ending is not what you think the ending is going to be. Interesting. I just, I don't know. I, I've seen better movies. Boy, and lots to love there in the cast. Yeah, Rashida yeah. Jones and Bill Murray, just both very enjoyable in their own rights. So oh. They didn't do anything wrong. I mean, they were, they were good. They were good in their roles. It just didn't feel... I almost felt like I was watching a TV show. If that makes sense. Sure. Like, yeah. um, what was the big, big little lies or something mm. like that? But it wasn't moving. That's all. <laughs> you, you know, you do you. Was there a lot of sitting and talking? No. Oh. You mean with them? With them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A lot of like restaurant scenes. Mm. Yes. You know? Yes. That's what I'm imagining. Yeah. That's why it probably felt like it was taking place in real time. It just didn't go anywhere. Okay, that's what I got. Good job, It's Donna. called On the Rocks, and I believe it's on Netflix. Thank you. Disney World is revealing their 50th anniversary celebration plans after COVID-19 shutdown. So the oh. Disney World will turn 50, I think it's October 1st. That sounds right. Now, not Disneyland. Disneyland came to be in the 60s, early 60s. I think it was 1962, maybe. I could be wrong there. And then Disney World opened in 70? 71. Yes. And uh, Walt Disney, you know, started this in Anaheim and then quickly found that there were other businesses that were popping up right on the perimeter of the property of Disneyland and ruining some of the whimsy because then you had these neon lights that were around the theme park gas stations it was breaking the bubble so then walt disney and his team started buying up under fake names different big plots of land in swamp country Mm. in florida because they knew that had they put the disney name on it that price of land would have gone up exponentially and would have cost them a fortune. They wouldn't have been able to purchase all the land that they wanted to. And then they ended up pulling off this big coup and figured out how doing the fake names allowed them to get all the land together. Hence, Disney World was born. Sad fact that you might not realize Walt Disney never stepped foot in Walt Disney World. Oh, yes. He because died he died before. Yes. And then his brother Roy Disney took over and he died, oh, goodness gracious, maybe just a couple years into Disney World functioning. There was some real tragedy there in their family. But anyway, Disney World, which is now Disney World, of course, the Magic Kingdom, which is their equivalent of Disneyland, it's better. I was just going to say, I picture it being better than the original. Yes. Well, and one of the reasons why it is, is when you, again, I lived in Anaheim, so I lived near Disneyland, and you could see the fireworks, and it was, it was fun. But it was, there was a gas station right there. There's a pawn shop just outside of the park. You know, that's the vibe that you get. Whereas when you go to Disney World in Orlando, you enter Disney property. You go under this sign that tells you you're in Walt Disney World now. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the world is gone, more or less. The world as we know it. Yes, it's the best outside place. of the gates. 
And so that's what makes it feel so magical. So anyway, their big 50th anniversary comes up later. They have announced it will be an 18-month celebration. So they're giving themselves a whole lot of runway to celebrate and lean in and hopefully cash in on these tourists who want to be there. Um, Yeah, and it'll start on October 1st. There are a bunch of new rides that they're trying to figure out. Will they be able to pull them off? There's a Ratatouille ride at Epcot that's coming. There's a Tron uh, uh, roller coaster that they're hoping to finish as well. But for those of you who might be plotting a Disney vacation, if you wanted it to work around the 50th anniversary celebration, uh, it kicks off on October 1st, but we'll stretch for 18 months, which, which means at some point during that 18 month run, it will, the end of that 18 months will be 2023. And that means that life will be normal at some point. Disney's already, they're at 35% capacity. And you haven't heard any, I haven't heard any bad stories coming out from that. I followed some Disney blogs and YouTubers, and Disney is very stringent about their mask rules and what life looks like inside of Disney World right now. And so I think that has allowed them to to function without any, I don't think there have been outbreaks that have made the news that have been tied to Disney World. And so they seem to be doing a good job. They say, if you don't take your, if you take your mask off, they they have very limited patience for that. Mm, it's like okay. you're, you can leave the park. They tase you. <laughs> Donna, no. <laughs> okay, they don't No, do that. I, I did not say that say they that. tase okay. you. All right, I'm just making stuff up. All right, cool. Yeah, so that's big news for Disney fans. All right. 18 months. Are you going to go? We're plotting. We're plotting. How can we get back there? How can we make it all official? And we we postponed a trip that was going to happen last April. And I remember talking to the woman on the phone as we were making reservations for the hotel. And I said, hey, if if we needed to cancel, if COVID kind of got crazy, could we? And she said, you know, right now, we're not actually doing cancellations for that because it isn't quite at that level. And I mean, within three days. (laughs) <laughs> the world mm, had changed. Yep, yep. We revealed it to our kids. Hey, we're going to Disney World. And then oh, a week later, we're like, hey, poor guys, kids. about that. Because it's, you know, it's hard to understand what's going on in the world. Yeah. It, when you're young. I know. And you've got young babies. All right. When we come back, uh, we're going to skip a study for today because oh. I came across something that I thought oh. was kind of fun. You know, sometimes you watch a movie and you love the movie or you want to love it, but then you think, oh, there's a plot hole. That I'm just thinking, well, wait, couldn't they have done that? And that would have solved everything. Yeah. And then it sort of pops the bubble for you. You're no longer suspending your disbelief and you're not buying into the movie. Well, um, Board Panda put together a list of some of the most infamous plot holes, but then they explain them away so that hmm. you can actually still enjoy them. We'll get into that fun movie-loving list when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Hey, we have to say thanks to Chill Boys for sponsoring our podcast, Steve. I'm glad you brought that up because maybe it's more awkward if I just start by telling you about the underwear that I'm wearing. Okay. Listen, I'm wearing Chill Boys underwear. They are, for real, the softest fabric I've ever put on my loins is that of Chill Boys. They're made of bamboo. I always thought bamboo were like bamboo shoots that pandas eat, but apparently, I don't know, I guess you can break it down and turn it into a beautiful fabric that is so cool and so comfy. Now, when you say cool, you actually mean physically, temperature-wise, cool. Imagine this. When I put my underwear on. Oh, God. In the morning or every other morning. Mm. As I pull them on, I feel the coolness of the fabric on my legs and my 
loins. Well, the cool thing about it, thank you for bringing your loins into this uh, broadcast today. Uh, The cool thing about it is that it's got a little bit of spandex in it with 95% of bamboo. So you get that comfort, the perfect fit. From you what I hear. That's, that is, that's the God's honest truth. It's right where you need it. Chillboys.com. Go check them out. Chillboys, comfort where it counts. Donna and Steve on my talk. 1071, everything entertainment. Everything's back to normal. Yeah, we're, we're all together now. Hmm. And I continue my cry for a radio equivalent to an Emmy, a Marconi, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we get proof, too. Our listeners, they listen. They hear what we're talking about. And it makes good sense. And I think, yeah, why haven't we gotten an award yet? <laughs> Our buddy Wendell sent us this, because sometimes we don't even hear what we say. Okay. He sent us this from our show. <laughs> this just happened. Last segment, Donna was talking about the Rashida Jones, Bill Murray movie <laughs> and saying that it wasn't, you know, that interesting and engaging. Here's how the dialogue went. Thank you, Wendell, for the transcript copy that we got from him as well. Steve. Steve says... Was there a lot of sitting and talking? Donna, um, no. Oh, do you mean between them and the movie? (laughs) Steve says, yes. Donna says, oh, yes. Listener wonders, who did Donna think that Steve was asking about? (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. What uh, was that all about? I thought you were asking me if I was actually watching the movie and paying attention or if I was sitting on the couch blabbing talking to my roomie it's funny somebody else brought it to my attention that last week you said something like i got out of bed early this morning and i said yeah i noticed that (laughs) (laughs) and then nobody said anything after i caught i caught it in my head and i went oh just let it go let it go oh i didn't even catch that until you're saying this now so then it seems like we're sharing the same bed right when actually what i noticed is that you were already working on our shared document together so i knew you were up early (laughs) oh that's so great (laughs) Uh, things we don't hear eagle-eyed and eagle-eared is that a thing i don't know if eagles have good okay i don't either uh, Board Panda put together a list of, you ever watch a movie and see a plot hole and then you're like, ah, oh, D-word, now I don't buy into the rest of this movie. I just, it feels yeah. too easy to have solved the problem, yes. so now I can't buy into the tension. Well, Board Panda put together a list of plot holes that people think are there, but maybe just don't realize that they were explained away or can be explained away so that you can go on loving and enjoying that show or that movie. Let's start with... The age-old question, how could Monica afford a two-bedroom apartment in New York City in the show Friends? Oh. It's so unrealistic. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah, it's because it was left to her, wasn't it? Donna, eagle-eared. Yeah, You've got great. your eagle ears. Her aunt or her grandmother got it, and she was, it was under rent control, I believe. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I don't even watch the show that often. D-Bone, you're right. And in fact, Monica specifically says on the first episode to explain this away, that the apartment is rent controlled. And if anyone asks, she's an 80-year-old lady. 
Right. So they make it a joke right away. Hmm. How about another one? This is uh, bugs some people, and I think in a lot of the princessy tropes of Disney movies, why would Ariel in The Little Mermaid throw her whole life away for a man that she just met? This movie came out in 1989. Never me. saw it. Okay. Well, the reason that uh, Board Panda says that she threw her life away wasn't just to get the guy, which is what you might think. She wanted legs, right? Well, yes, but it was really, they say this. She had just watched as her father, Triton, King Triton, went into a rage, violently destroyed all of her human trinkets that she had been collecting. She invested mm. so much time, risked her life to get those things. Rude. And all that time and effort destroyed and invalidated by her father, Triton, in less than a minute. Sure. Ursula, they write, may have framed her whole pitch to Ariel around, you'll get your human man. But Ariel didn't even consider Ursula an option until her dad destroyed her life's work. So she no longer felt she could be happy or safe in her father's ocean. She may as well try to find a new life where he can't reach her. Getting the chance to be with Eric was just a nice bonus, not the mission. Hmm. Speaking of missions... Mm-hmm. Why did NASA train oil drillers how to be astronauts when they could have just trained astronauts to drill oil in the movie Armageddon, which came out in 1998? Owen Wilson, Ben Affleck, Bruce Willis. You ever think about this? No. Well, some people have and thought this doesn't make sense. They could have done this the other way around, have trained astronauts up there instead of trained oil drillers, except for this fact. NASA and any other space agencies do this. They do it for real all the time. They're called mission specialists, and they have specialized training in some field the flight crew does not have. They don't get taught on how to fly the ship, just how to not die in Mm. space. Spoiler. Oops. Some of them die in space. Isn't it just Bruce Willis who dies? I don't remember. I think he has to, like, cut his little Orby thing off, and the only way to successfully do the mission is to die. I don't think I saw the movie. Why didn't Jack and Rose just share the big door in Titanic? They could have both fit on the door. Good question. Plot hole. Incorrect. Jack and Rose could not have both gotten onto that door. In fact, they even showed Jack trying to climb up, and then the whole thing just started capsizing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody thinks, just move over, Rose. Let him on the other side of the door. Then they both would have died. Would that have made you happier? Didn't they have um, life vests on? I don't think so. That's dumb. Lord of the Rings trilogy fans. <laughs> All you needed to bring was like a donut with you. You know? Like a dog. Like a floaty after, thing. Like yeah. if you ever go on a cruise, okay. bring one of those with you. Hey, everyone. If you're just tuning in. <laughs> Donna is now trying to oversimplify a solution to one of the biggest maritime disasters of all time. (laughs) Just bring an inflatable. I mean, what does it take to stuff that in your suitcase? Nothing. (laughs) Why didn't they just fly the eagles to Mordor in the Lord of the Rings trilogy? LOTR fans would know what we're talking about and Mm. appreciate the question. Well, here's the reason why, according to Board Panda debunking all of these movie plot holes, uh, that the tower with the gi- that giant demonic eye could see them coming miles away and then order an army of orcs to shoot them down just off the top of the, my head. Orc. That would work. Okay. 
By the way, if Buzz Lightyear doesn't think he's a toy, why does he freeze up when humans are around in Toy Story? Good question. Because he's on an alien planet. That's what everyone else does. And so he just needs to blend in. That's why. Oh. Chill out, everybody. All right, chill out. We'll come back with uh, some money tips. It's a Money Monday. Up next. Welcome back to the show. The Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Happy Monday. Come on now, let's talk some money. Yes. I'm good. Let's talk about money. Money right. Monday. There are more things in the world to buy. It's Donna and Steve. Than most people have money for. Yeah. So, so. Money Monday. Choices have to be made. Yes. But mostly it's Steve. Exclusively Steve. I want to talk to you about money. Okay. Don't forget taxes. Coming up, we haven't heard of any delays. Remember last year's tax season got delayed due to COVID? Yes. April 15th, and it got kicked down the road to July, yes. something like that. Uh, well, anyway, I was sniffing around on budgetsaresexy.com. And there was an article about how COVID is changing Americans' retirement plans. Has COVID impacted your thoughts of retirement at all, Donna, one way or another, this way, sideways, left ways, down ways? No. All right. Back to you, Donna. <laughs> so check this out. There's a survey. I really haven't that was thought done. about it in the context of COVID. Yeah, right. You know, I don't know. Well, um, personal capital, are you familiar with personal capital? Nope. That's a website where you can go. It's kind of slick. I, I signed up once. I never look at it anymore. But you can go and put in all of your information mm-hmm. and it will show you in pie charts exactly mm. how you're doing, what your net worth is based on how much you still owe on your home, what's in your 401k. Oh, that's what financial advisors are for. Yes, and you can have a financial advisor as well. Personal capital is a free way oh, of doing sure. that. Um, and so there are simple ways that you can do that. It is really cool to have everything in one place on a website like that. Visually, it's good. Yeah, it's good yeah it really helps you to understand where things are going, how you're doing, what you're buying, if you're buying stocks or anything like that. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's great. And it's cool because they can just do a one sheet, you know, on, on, by the way, I'm not paid by personal capital. There's a bunch of other sites to do a similar thing. Don sure. also mentioned financial advisors can really help you with this, but um, it is cool to be able to look at one website and just on one page, see your outlook. Do you think that's secure? What do you mean? Do you think it's a secure site? I'm sorry. I thought you said, do you think that's the cure? And then I thought, <laughs> I wonder what what financial ailment is she speaking of? Do you of? think that that site is secure? Because the site that I have, it's. I'm hoping it's secure because there's <laughs> it's a... It's all there. Everything is there. And there's a vault. It's called the vault. Ooh. And inside the vault, you can put... Uh, a copy of your um, your passport. You can put <laughs> what? No, keep going. That's good. That's good. There's uh, your driver's license, insurance forms. Your your will can go in there. Just all sorts of of things that are easy access. If you kick it, kick it, then your family can just. Find it all in one place. That's really slick. Or if you lose your passport when you're on vacation, mm. in my case, I can just call my financial advisor and she'll send me, you know, a picture. Or I could look it up myself. What are you paying? Thirty bucks a month for vault access? I bet. I don't think I'm paying anything for. Vault I don't access. know, Donna. 
Here's why I laughed. You said, do you think that's secure? Not, do you think that's the cure? And then, so then I quickly went to personalcapital.com, okay. except I mistyped it. And so once I went there, it just says in the top Google search bar, not secure. <laughs> it's literally, literally, it, it does not. not. No, it says not secure dash personal capital is not secure. Personal capital, very secure. Very secure. Oh, they have a nice looking guy on the front there. Oh, let me see. There's a handsome guy there. Oh, look at this guy. That guy's got his life together. (laughs) It says Michael's finally on track for retirement. He started by clicking on this button and getting our free tool. So again, what it does is it's cool that it shows you all on one page what everything is, the arrow that your finances are going in. I I do like the... uh, the what's your home worth? You know, they'll bring in a Zillow or a Redfin mm-hmm. estimate on your home. Yes. And then so they can factor that into your net worth as well if you have equity in that. But um, anyway, so that's kind of a slick spot. They're the ones who did this big study. Turns out one third of people who were uh, a part of this survey withdrew money from an IRA or a 401k last year due to coronavirus. Part of the CARES Act let people affected by the virus take a distribution of up to 100000 from their IRA hmm. or their 401k or a similar account without paying the regular penalty. An early withdrawal would normally hit you with a penalty. Um, but about a third of people surveyed did that, took money out. So if you got through last year and didn't have to touch your retire- retirement account, Consider yourself fortunate, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And it wasn't just a small amount. More than 30% of the people who took money out of their 401ks last year pulled out somewhere in the range of 75000 to wow. that max amount of 100000 And the majority of people said, what did we use it on? Uh, regular living expenses. My guess is they may have taken out a little more than they needed to. Sure. Because you didn't know how long the virus was going to last or Mm -hmm. your own personal unemployment if you lost work or had diminished wages. Hopefully they put a lot back in if they did that. You could also take a loan as well, which was another thing. And it's a a tax-free thing and it doesn't impact your credit report. And you pay yourself the interest when you pay back a 401k loan. I don't like the idea of it because I just want to leave that over there. I don't want to mess with it. Um, Same, but I mean, desperate times call for desperate measures. Absolutely, for sure. For sure. And if you're going to pay anybody back, then pay yourself back. I, I get the appeal of that. Um, another thing that they found out is that saving rates changed during the pandemic. You would think that it would go down. Turns out the median savings in the year 2020, the crappy year that it was, was 12% of income for all respondents. And their data showed that about 66% of people contributed to their workplace retirement accounts, 37% to a traditional IRA, 29% to a Roth IRA. But they show in this chart that almost 80% of people saved either the same amount or more in the year 2020 than they did pre-pandemic. I wonder if that's... Because of stimulus checks? Well, that could certainly be. I hadn't even thought of that. I wondered if it changed people's idea of emergency accounts sure yeah and we can all talk ourselves out of saving it's not gonna happen to me i have a secure job right everything's going well no and then in the span of a couple weeks a pandemic out of nowhere kind of sort of shuts down the entire country anything can happen you know you can lose your job and as a result have to pay for your own 
health insurance, which can be really expensive. Very expensive, yes. So it's really only makes sense to really try. To I save. asked, yeah, and, and if that's the kick in the pants that we needed, then let's all take heed. I asked you if you have changed your thoughts about retirement at all. 34% of people said that their retirement uh, plans have not changed. But the other 66% of people said they're mostly planning to work longer and or to save more money. I wonder if that also happened where people kept their jobs last year due to the pandemic. They now are just thinking something could pop up. I, I just need to be better prepared. And so if that means I need to work an extra five years, then so be it. Because the majority are now planning to work longer and or to save more money How about you? retirement. I'd like to be retired by 55 if I could really, wow. really plan it. I think that would be cool. I don't think that I'm going to be able to. These kids, yeah. let me be super clear, are money sucks. You know, they say each kid zero to 18 costs you about $225,000. Mm. I have four. You want me to do the math on that? And that doesn't count going to school, does it? That's correct. So add that into the mix to add another 200 per kid. It can't be. Is it that much? Well, That's, that would be $900,000 for the four kids. What if one of your kids wants to go to Yale? Yale, no. <laughs> We're going to yeah, kids learn a trade in the garage. <laughs> I'm going to train them to become fighters. That's why we got that body opponent back, no, that Bob. No, all you need to do is get um all you need to do is teach your kids how to be gamers and yes. influencers. They don't yes. need no stinking school for that. That's why I'm trying to turn into a food fluencer, which is my smoke and Steve persona, mm. so that I can pay the bills and then we become a fluencer family. Yeah. Whoa, that could be our YouTube channel name. The okay. Fluencer family. Okay. The, my girl. the Fluencer. I just want to save people time, so I'm shortening more words. Okay, that's good. Also, very quickly, if you have an elderly person in your life, please make sure that they're not falling for any lottery scams. Oh, yeah, that's a thing right now. Money.com put out an article that people are still getting conned effectively on lottery scams, faking like they're calling from the publisher's clearinghouse or from Mega Millions or something like that and saying, oh, you won this much money, and but we need taxes ahead of time so that we can release the full $8.5 million payout to you. And then they use COVID language now, too. The scammers do. <sighs> you know, this will be touch-free. And so once they start doing that, then it seems real. It seems real. And you think, oh, okay, so what do I need to do? And it's going to be touch-free, so you guys... They go through this whole thing, and I know people like you and me, Donna, we hear this and think, never in a million years no, would I fall know. for it. First, that is true. You never know. But also, they prey on the elderly. And so the article was mentioning kind of an awkward conversation to have, but if you have someone older in your life, it might be good to just have that conversation of, hey, did you hear there are a lot of scams? That way, not making the person out like, hey, mom, you seem like you could totally get scammed. Right. But right, instead, sure. hey. Mom, did you hear that there are a lot of people that are getting scammed? Do you know anyone who's been scammed or anything? And this uh, ha- can happen via email, regular sure. mail, phone it call, happen, yes, letter, yes, social media. So mm-hmm. just, yeah, be aware of that. That's a great reminder, Steve. Thank you. And so, Donna, I just softly, uh, do you know anyone who's been uh, scammed? Just so, We should probably be on the lookout. 
probably, right? Are you suggesting that I have been scammed? I hope not, but I... I've had the, I've had the IRS scam before where they told me there was a warrant out for my arrest. Remember, I played the audio back <laughs> oh, of my yeah. conversation. Right. And I'm like, oh, yeah. They're like, well, ma'am, um, we're, we're recording you. And I said, oh, yeah? Cool, because I'm recording you. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> she was not taking my um, reluctance for an answer. No, she was not. She was she, not she giving up. Because, you know, they probably have to reach a quota for their yeah. mob boss or whatever. Anyway. Hey, if you guys want to go on break, you got to give me names. <laughs> all right. Well, that concludes Money Monday for this week. Thank you for all of that. When we come back in the final stretch of the show. Hey, I came across this cool behind the scenes video of Michelle Pfeiffer in Batman. It is awesome. I would like for you to watch it during the break. And uh, I also linked it up for everybody. And then uh, Steve will tell us what fuels us to be a good friend. It's super cynical and very depressing. That's how we'll end the show next (laughs) on Donna and Steve. Welcome back. Ew, I don't like that. That's my closing up shop voice. (laughs) Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show. And my talk, 107.1. All right. Did you watch the, uh, which Batman was Michelle Pfeiffer in? Can you recall... Mm. Stand by. Okay. <laughs> oh, look it up. All right, hang on. Uh, you know, you here. think I would have this information. No, let me get it story. for you, ma'am. <laughs> okay. Good. Uh, Batman Returns. It came out in 1992. Okay. And, she uh, was yeah. great. She was a uh, Catwoman. And this behind the scenes video has surfaced of a scene in which. Oh. Michelle Pfeiffer whips the heads off of these um, four mannequins in, I guess she's in a mall, mm-hmm. and she does it in one take. So bad, eh? And when the scene is <laughs> over, because then she had to do some kind of like tumble or dance or something, yeah. huge applause from the She crew. jump ropes over her whip That's she kind of like prances out. Yes. Do you want to hear a little bit of that audio? Yes. Do we have it? I should have told Rob. You know what? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about. It. I'm I'm linking this up for everybody to watch on their own. Uh, but it's so cool. It is pretty sweet. And then it's it also shows you another cool thing about it is once it's done, you see all of the crew. They come in, you know, and they're they're applauding her. But it also reminds you how. Movies are so amazing to me that you get swept away and feel like it is its own world. We're just out of frame. Our big lighting rigs and 18,000 people who have, are not in the scene but are just off camera. It's just, anytime I see that, it, I just always feel amazed. I know I sound like a little boy here, but no, I just, but I'm amazed is. at how it comes to look like its own world when it's really not. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's really very cool. She really destroys these mannequins. So, whoosh, whoosh. I and their see heads just fall right off. That's you coming into a negotiation. Yeah. Yeah, if only. Whoosh. If only, Steve. It was fun to watch All that. Right. Okay, this was fun too. Um, this one, there is a guy. I don't know if they're in where they are, Iceland or somewhere. But uh, okay, so this guy is part is on this um, quiz show. 
Okay. And apparently he didn't get an answer right. And he throws a tantrum. He knocks over the podium that he's at. And he's just like, then goes behind the scenes and you could still hear him crashing things. Here's how that went down. That's it. It's very funny. I have the uh, I have the video linked up for everyone. Boy, I'm just linking left and right. You're getting your leg on. You dang right. I have I have something cynical to share. What? What fuels us? What motivates us to be a good friend? Um, love, <laughs> love, <laughs> um, loyalty. <laughs> According to a new study out of Oklahoma State University, if you wanted to be depressed about humanity today, I give you this the main thing that drives us to be a good friend is jealousy. That they might like their other friends more than us if we don't step it up. Oh, that's cool. (laughs) Whatever it takes. That is funny. What a bummer. Do you think that's actually true? Mm. I don't. I don't know. I hope not. Hmm. I hope not. Do you think it's true? Yes. No, Donna. I don't know. You're not you're not that kind of a lady. I but I do think there is jealousy among friends. I think there's a little competitive nature in mm. all of us. Mm. Okay. So you would then want to outfriend somebody? Yeah, you want to be a better friend. I I I have witnessed behaviors in which I thought, okay. So-and-so's got to tell me what they did for so-and-so just to put them higher on the, you know. Oh, yeah. There is the pride. Our insecurity shows itself in a whole bunch of different ways. It's so true. Yes. Let's check in on Brother Rob. All right. Hey, Hey, Rob. Rob. Hello. How are you? I'm hanging in there. Brother Rob, I haven't seen you in a long time. The last time I saw you was in the parking lot. You were leaving the Twin Cities live studio, I think. Or you with, were walking in with Kelly? With armed guards. Mm. <laughs> yes, with uh, with Kelly. I think yeah. this, this rings a bell. Mm-hmm. Oh, Donna, you should have been there. Oh, a, man, where was I? Parking lot party. Woo! I never see you, Steve. I'm, I, I don't know. You used to get in earlier, and I used to stay later. Mm-hmm. You know, just trying not to catch the roni. Mm. Um, but I always think that I'm going to run into you as I'm leaving. And it has yeah. never happened in the past year. It has not happened one time. And I am trying to keep the streak alive. <laughs> it has felt so good. But you know what, Donna? We're going to be doing some things. We're not making a full announcement just yet, but we're going to be doing some things where we're going to be seeing each other more. We are? Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. But just not in person. But just not in person. I think I'm done with all this remote stuff. Let's go. Back at him. <laughs> Who you say? <laughs> I'm done we, with this. I know. We we all get to those points where you're just like, all right. Okay. Steve and I, here's a little um, inside baseball for you. Mm-hmm. A lot of our communication was done 
with hand signals. Mm-hmm. You know, just yeah. I naturally speak with my hands anyway, but a lot of it would be like. You know, giving you a, a whirly thing in the air, mm-hmm. you know, oh, kind of like your floor manager. Yeah, wrap it up. Yeah, not yep. no, not really wrap it up, but finish it up. Like <laughs> you finish. I sure. Don't have yes, to. you take us to break. And that something has like that. really been something that I miss. But then it also helps you to exercise a different muscle to some yeah. degree. If I'm looking at it from a positive viewpoint you're so positive thanks right steve now. you know what makes me feel positive donna uh smoking uh you talked about our february rewards which we have a lot of yeah february. In, the month, in the month of february so if you're not a part of our listener rewards uh make sure that you are but we also love this talking about wanting to get through the pandemic don't forget that we love local here at my talk and so together we want to make a commitment to supporting our favorite local places by shopping there getting takeout making home improvements or making financial donations so let's love local together be a part of it with us we would love that the details found at mytalk1071.com keyword local Mm -hmm. (laughs) what i just laugh it. i just like being alive with you Sharing the same electronic air. Colleen oh, look, I got a text message from Donna. Uh, Col- I told you we were done with liners. <laughs> Arg. Uh, you never listen uh, to me ever. Someday, you never do. Person. You never hear anything I say. Hey, speaking of which, <laughs> I don't want to anymore for today, so can I go? No. I Come on. All right. You can go. Colleen and Bradley are going to be coming in next. I'm going to join them for blind items coming up at 1230. So have a great day.